0: What is Rosh Hashanah? Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of the new year in the Jewish calendar. This event occurs not on January 1st, which is the beginning of the calendar year, but rather the beginning of the Jewish year. It usually begins just before fall at the end of summer, and it keeps on changing based on the connection between the hebrew calendar and the english calendar so rosh hashanah is two days it's called rosh hashanah which means the head of the year it's not called hashanah, the beginning of the year it's not even called new years it's called the head of the year and the reason is Just like the head controls the rest of the body, the same thing Rosh Hashanah controls the rest of the year. So what happens during these 48 hours of Rosh Hashanah actually can change the outcome of what the coming year is going to be. So that's right, Rosh Hashanah is celebrated a little different than we celebrate the calendar New Year's. It is more of a serious event. It's a holiday celebration. We begin on the eve of Rosh Hashanah where the family gets together for a festive holiday meal to mark the beginning of the New Year. This new year is on the sixth day of creation when Adam and Eve were created, when mankind was created. And that is the whole purpose of the whole world. The creation of the world was for mankind. It's a partnership between God and us. And on this day in Rosh Hashanah, we renew that partnership. And we realize and recognize this partnership. That God created this world so we, us human beings, can be here. But us human beings need to be here with God. We cannot be here alone. We need God's presence here. And we need God's continuous divine providence to help us through our journey of life. And that is what Rosh Hashanah is about. It's the head of the year that we spend the 48 hours in celebration by having a festive meal, we dip apples into honey, we recognize that this is the head of the year, and we wish each other a sweet year. We dip the foods, the bread, the challah, into honey, and we even say the prayer that may it be the will of God that we should have a new sweet year. And we spend the next 48 hours in prayer, in synagogue, eating with family and friends, spending time with each other, most importantly, spending time between you and God. This is your moment that you and God can reconnect and make a connection and start over, kind of reboot, restart your year. Last Rosh Hashanah was 13 months ago. In the Hebrew calendar, it was a leap year, so we had 13 months. A lot has transpired, a lot has gone on between last Rosh Hashanah and this Rosh Hashanah. What's unique about Rosh Hashanah is that we have an opportunity to be able to clean the slate free and say, God Almighty, it's a new year, a new beginning. Let's start over together. And that is indeed what Rosh Hashanah is truly all about. It's a new beginning, a new start. But not just a new beginning, a new start, a new beginning and a new start that can affect the rest of the year. So, depending how well you spend these forty-eight hours, can determine the outcome of the rest of the year. So, Rosh Hashanah is the beginning of ten days of repentance. That between Rosh Hashanah and ten days later, which is Yom Kippur, we spend the time in introspection. We spend the time in prayer. We spend the time in confession. And most of all, we spend the time in good resolutions, making good resolve for the coming year. Now, in Judaism, it's such a beautiful gift that God has given us that God will forgive us. We just have to ask for it. So any offenses, any transgressions that we may have transgressed, we can ask God for forgiveness. And He promised that He will forgive us. That begins on Rosh Hashanah through Yom Kippur. Although Rosh Hashanah we don't talk about sin. We just talk about the reunion. We talk about our connection to God. This is the day that we declare God as our king. It's a relationship that every year gets renewed. In the Zohar, in the Kabbalah, it talks about that just before it gets dark on the eve of Rosh Hashanah, God figuratively retrieves Himself, conceals Himself from the world. And He waits for us to ask for Him, to seek for Him, to coronate Him, to crown Him as our King. And this is a process that happens every year. But every year, when we go through this process, God has prepared for us a special prayer, a special blessing, a special gift for this year. So as we ask God to be our king once again, as we coronate God to be our king, our relationship becomes cemented. We are bound to each other in a, such a beautiful, renewed way. And that's what Rosh Hashanah in essence is all about. It's about us Getting reconnected with God, the creator of all beings. So how do we crown God? How do we coronate God the King? How do we human beings are able to crown God Almighty, the omnipotent, the creator of all, was, is, and will be? The answer is the shofar. This is a ram's horn. On Rosh Hashanah, For the first two days of this whole journey of the 10 days of repentance, the first two days is Rosh Hashanah. On these two days, we sound the sound from this ram's horn. By us making this sound, we are coronating God. The history of the ram's horn dates back to when Abraham, the very first Jew, was being tested by God with 10 different tests. The last and final test, the hardest test of all, was when God tested Abraham and told him, I want you to take your only son Isaac and bring him on the altar. Abraham couldn't understand why God would want him to take his only child up to the altar, but he was serving God, and he diligently marched with Isaac, got up early in the morning, as it's recorded in the book of Genesis. He took his son, Isaac, and they went up to the mountain, Mount Moriah, which happens to be in Jerusalem, where the temple was eventually built. And he tied Isaac down on the altar. When he was about to sacrifice Isaac, the angel came and grabbed his hand and says, No, 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 Abraham, don't do this. Don't hurt this beautiful child. This was just a test from God, and you have passed your test. Now God knows how committed you are and how real you are in your faith and commitment to godliness. And therefore, you are going to be blessed. You are going to be blessed with a nation that's going to be a light unto nations. You're going to be blessed with a nation that's going to have so many children, as many as the stars in the sky. And immediately a ram appeared. A ram with two horns. Abraham brought that lamb as a sacrifice. And thus has began the journey of Judaism. It all began with commitment, with faith, unconditional faith in God Almighty. While on Rosh Hashanah, we take the ram's horn to remind ourselves how Abraham was so committed to God with so much faith, such commitment. And also, for God to remember How committed we are to him. So it's a sound of remembrance. As a matter of fact, the day Rosh Hashanah is not only called Rosh Hashanah, it's also called Yom Hazikaron, the day of memory. The day that we remember, we remember how we all started, we remember our relationship with God. That's one of the horns on the ram. The other horn on the ram is being saved for the King, the Messiah when he will arrive to bring redemption to the whole world, which we pray we hope that it happens speedily in our days, he will blow from the other ram, that the whole world will hear the sound of the ram's horn. In addition, King David writes in the book of Psalms, and we actually recite it just before the service in Rosh Hashanah, before we blow the horn. And the words are, from a constricted, place, I call out to you so that we should have a wide response. The beginning of the shofar is very tiny, very constricted, but the top of the shofar is wide. When we call out to God from constrictive situation, we blast out a sound that's going to open up the gates of heaven and open up a channel of blessing for us all. And that is what happens when we blow the shofar. Blowing the shofar, it's a sound that comes from the depths of our heart. It's a prayer. It's breath. Just like when God created Adam and Eve, He blew a a soul of life into them. So you and I have a part of God in us. We have God who walks with us, He keeps us alive. And every day we are so grateful for that. It's a breath. That's what a soul means. Nishama means a breath. On Rosh Hashanah, we're going to blow from our heart, from our soul. And when you listen to the sound of the shofar, you close your eyes and you'll meditate. You'll think of the power that the sound of the shofar is going to reach heaven. A power of prayer, a power of confession, a power of hope. A power of repentance Mm. that is why we blow the shofar Rosh Hashanah this year more than ever we need you yes you to come to synagogue and to be present to be there bring your family to hear the sounding of the shofar each one of us is an integral part of creation each one of us was created by God was brought to the world the day you were born God said The world can no longer exist without you. Don't underestimate your impact. The Maimonides writes that a person should always consider themselves as if they are on a scale with the whole world. And if you have one good thought, one good deed, you can tilt the scale in favor. For the whole world imagine the whole world will be redeemed because you did something positive you did a positive action you had a positive thought you said something positive and that tilted the scale so by you coming to synagogue this year in rosh hashanah you may be able to tilt the scale for the whole world so make it your greatest effort to celebrate this year rosh hashanah as every jew should be doing Come with your family to the synagogue, listen to the sound of the shofar, to the sound of your soul, and by participating and by partaking in that, you will open up the gates of heaven to answer for all your needs and wants that you need for yourself, for your family, and for your community, and for the Jewish world. And for the whole world, a year of peace, a year of happiness, a year of health, a year that we should no longer hear of any war and strife and pain and hunger, but it should be a year of complete redemption for all. I will blow for you now the sounds of the chauffeur, so you know what it sounds like. There are three distinct sounds. One sound is a sound of us coronating the king. The other sound is a sound that is a little broken up, that how we are heartbroken over the sadness that happens throughout the world. And the, the last sound is a bunch of broken pieces. How God is going to gather all the pieces together. And we're going to gather all the pieces together. And bring it up to God to complete our soul and heart. To be blessed for a happy and a healthy sweet new year. all be inscribed and sealed for a healthy, happy, and a sweet new year. Amen. God bless you. God loves you.